Welcome back to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We are at episode 102. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. We're learning how to create an epic brand, find the right marketing strategies, and building your business is a constant evolution, classroom, and lab. Each week, we'll be diving into all things brand and marketing with special guests and solo episodes to help you build your business brand and big idea. Hey, hey, awesome to have you back. I hope that you are doing okay, you're doing well. I hope that for those of you who are wrangling kids and husbands and housemates and all the rest of it, that you are surviving, let's say. Uh, So this week was a bit of an impromptu podcast episode. Carly from Technobird sent me a message. I have actually been thinking about this and talking to clients about this which is all around how to manage your SEO when there are so many businesses that are updating their online content, going online, it's starting to get a bit crowded. And so what are some things that you need to be thinking about and doing when it comes to your SEO? I have to tell you that this is something I have been focusing on massively. I have been meaning to create Cornerstone SEO blog posts for my website for probably like two years or something. And now I have time. So it's something that I'm doing. I'm working with somebody to take a look at what I want to be found for, which I already know, but then taking a look at what are people searching on? What is the content I need to be sharing? Making sure that it is SEO optimized as well, and then putting it out on a regular basis. So that is something I'm doing. So I was really happy that Carly contacted me and wanted to talk about this particular topic. So that's what we're going to be talking about today and some of the things that you need to be thinking about when it comes to how your website is ranking at the moment. The second thing I quickly want to let you know is that Digital Content Creators Club is open. I've actually got an Instagram competition going on at the moment for one week. This episode is going out on the 1st of April around about then and it goes for a week and I'm giving away 25 positions, 25 spots in D Club and so if you want to check it out, head over to my Instagram page at Suze Chadwick and you can enter which is very exciting. The other thing I do want to say is that if you are a charity or a not-for-profit and you want to get access to it, then just contact me and let me know and it is yours with all my love. So let's dive into this week's episode. Carly, welcome back to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. Thanks, Suze. Thanks for having me again. My pleasure. My pleasure. Now, you were on the podcast a while ago. I will have that episode in the show notes. If I was really organized, I would have looked at it before this. It was a um, last minute little podcast that we we're going to do. It was. Time. We kind of just decided <laughs> at the last minute to record this podcast because we were having a bit of a chat online and it's a conversation I've been having with a few business owners recently as in yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so I was really keen to talk to you about the impacts on Google search right now because mm-hmm. we're in a very unexpectedly crowded market. And so really looking at what are some of the things that as business owners we need to be aware of and also what does the current landscape look like when it comes to Google search yeah. being found, all the rest of it. So yeah, yep. yeah maybe let's start there. What are yeah. you saying? Well, 
you know, I, I know we're trying to avoid the word crisis, but that is literally where we are at the moment. The problem is that, well, it's not really a problem. It's a good thing that businesses are now going online a lot more, like a lot more businesses are going online because literally they have no, so many businesses are shutting down. Um, they're being forced to, or they're choosing to, and they're looking at um, creating ways they can still run their business and be innovative. And that is taking them online, which is the natural sort of approach, yeah. which is great because I think all businesses, if you can, should be online because you reach a much wider audience if it's, you know, if that works for your business. But then that creates a problem in that every man and his dog are now going to be on Google and trying to fight you off for that page one Google ranking. So you or you, you who people that already had, um, you know, a good Google presence uh, were on page one or whatever, are going to find themselves with a lot more competition. Um, they are going to see some changes in their Google rankings and they're yeah. going to have to put a lot more focus on that. Now, if they were sitting pretty on page one and were like, I'm all, I'm all good. I'm there. Yeah. Um, you're going to have to face the reality that you've got people chomping at your, at your feet um, to take your spot and take your customers. And that's a little bit sad, but that's the reality we're in. Um, so I think the main thing people need to be aware of is that Google rankings are going to be all over the place. Now the algorithm is going to get smashed with new websites lots of um, improvements in people's SEO strategies and people are going to be fighting to get to that, you know, page one spot. So people need to be aware that there's going to be some changes yeah. um, and they need to be aware of, or they need to know of ways that they can keep either keep their spot or maintain the spot um, or improve it in a few, there's a few ways that they can do it. Um, but for me, I just really wanted to, I don't know if people were sitting, um, sitting still on it and not thinking not aware. about Yeah, they're not thinking about it just yet. I mean, they're probably supporting all their you know, new local businesses and their friends that are on businesses and now going online, which is awesome. But you need to look at what that means, could mean for you and your Google ranking and click-through rates, et cetera. So. Yeah. Now, obviously I know, you know, you build websites and you're very focused on SEO when you're mm -hmm. building your clients' websites. Like already, have you seen a shift in some of the websites that you've done, like their rankings or even yeah. in your own or in other businesses? Like what, what have you yeah. seen so far? I'm more looking at the conversations um, and forums and Facebook groups that I'm in that are happening now um, and seeing a really general theme of, oh, my, my Google, my uh, website's not ranking on page one of Google anymore. Holy shit. And then panic. Um, that's sort of what I'm seeing across mostly through social media, um, Facebook groups, etc. I haven't personally looked yet at my own clients, Google rankings. Um, but that's also not something I do once yeah. I've passed on you know, my yeah. websites to, to my clients, but it is something that I um, sort of drill into them from the start is that you need to be aware of how SEO works, what your responsibilities are. Once I hand it over, how to monitor, blah, blah, blah. Um, so yeah, I'm seeing the panic and the confusion around, you know, the sudden drops in Google rankings. 
So I thought maybe now is a good time to um, explain what's happening and how you can not try and stop it because I don't think you're going to be able to really stop it, but sort of reduce the impact, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and try and help people not panic about seeing drops, but sort of look at it from with fresh eyes and think, right, okay, right, what I've what can I do to help me stay present and front of mind and all that sort of thing. So that's where I wanted to come on today and chat with you about. Um, yeah. yeah, awesome. And I think that I think that right now that's you know everybody I know that we obviously live in small business world and I know that people will definitely value any insights and suggestions and recommendations that you've got on this too yeah right yep yeah I'm 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 all about educating and helping so I'm here to answer all the questions um (laughs) if I can (laughs) and also keeping up myself with what's you know going on and changing and reading all the articles you know I don't know what google I haven't looked at um Google specifically at what they're saying, but I know that they have also been impacted by the situation, as I call it. Um, even a couple of days ago, I asked one of my own clients if they would, you know, happily leave a review for me on Google, one of my website clients. And of course, they went and did it. And then they said, yep, all done. So I went and had a look and it wasn't there. I'm like, what's going on? Like, why can't I see it? She sent me a screenshot. I could see that she had written the review. So I checked it out and um, even Google don't have staff coming in at the moment. They've, they've seen um, or they've had to reduce the amount of customer support that they can offer and they're even not posting or not letting people review Google reviews at the moment as well. Wow. So, you know, Google are feeling it as well. Yeah. So it's not just us little small business owners and sole traders. It's actually big corporations, including Google, that are being affected by it. Yeah, absolutely. And so how can we manage our online present and I guess keep things up to date as much as possible? Yeah, well, I think there's there's three things for me that I first need to like make people aware that they're likely going to see happen. And that's one, they're going to see or they're likely to see a drop in their Google ranking, whether that's page one or page five or page 10 doesn't matter. They're going to see, they're probably going to see a change there just because of the influx now of new websites or websites that were there, but now maybe were neglected or not quite up to date. And suddenly those businesses are like, oh shit, we need to update our site. We need to get onto SEO. Suddenly SEO is of great importance to some people, which is great. But yeah, there's a bit of panic around that. But yeah, yeah, be aware that there's going to be some changes in Google rankings. Um, the second thing is that click-through rates um, are probably going to be a lot lower because of the influx of newbies, I suppose, into Google. Yeah. And click-through rates means a, you, when you go into Google and you search something or you, your own Google ranking comes up, it's the, the click on your website that takes in Google search results that takes you to the website. Um, they're going to be lower because people are going to see new results in there or pay more attention to the meta description to make sure that you're offering or you're providing the exact thing that they're looking for. And the third thing that they're probably, you're probably going to see is a lower conversion rate on your website. And that can be for many reasons like 
maybe you're, they land on your website and it's hard to navigate or they land on your website and they don't immediately see the thing that they were looking for and they quit, they're quick to exit. So those three things, dropping rankings, lower click-through rates and lower conversions are the main things yeah. I would be concerned about. Um, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think the other thing is, you know, and I've talked about this as well, and I'll put all the resources to other podcast episodes, including Carly's, but other ones that we've talked about, you know, making sure that you've got that three-second rule yep. where when I land on your website, you tell me exactly what it is, like what problem you solve and yep. how you help. Like, don't make me go looking for it. But I also think, um, and I've been talking about it on Insta Stories quite a bit, I've really gone through my website with a whole new sort of filter on where even the main boxes that I highlight, I've now changed the one that was like speaking, because obviously I'm not going to any events at the moment, (laughs) um, to Digital Content Creators um, Club. And also then on my speakers page, I'm like, if you're looking for a great speaker for your in-person event or your online summit, your course or your whatever. So I'm really kind of making sure that if people are looking for that in like in a digital space, that, that my language, my headings, what I'm talking about is relevant to that. Yep. Exactly right. So that was one of my points I was going to bring up. I've got a little checklist um, of things that people need to be paying attention to. And that was exactly one of them. Um, You need to adjust, I suppose, your services and your products to fit what people need today. Um, That might be totally different to what they needed last week or last year. You need to solve their problem and if you have a service or product that they um if you have a service or product that can do that for people and again it could be different to what it was last year then that needs to be um front and center on your website don't make them go looking for it like you said so that means you're going to have to change up some of your content on your site change your headings like you did and put the more important or yeah. Um, the, yeah, the more important content on the homepage so they can see it straight away because you do have such a short window of opportunity to capture their attention when they land on your site. Um, yeah, and I also think just a digital cleanup as in yeah. if you've got lots of products that you don't think are going to sell now or that aren't yep. what you want people to buy, Stop then maybe hide them. Yeah, exactly. Like make them, like you don't have to delete things, no. just like make them, like, you know, make them not visible anymore or hide yep. them. And like we were just saying, reposition things. Yes. Yeah. Pivot. Pivot. <laughs> Pivot. <laughs> That's the word at the moment, isn't it? Everyone's pivoting. Yeah. Which always reminds me of that Friends episode. I, I love it. It's my favourite episode. But that's where things are at and yeah. you either roll with it or you get left behind and we don't want anyone to be left behind. So I think the quicker you realise we're in a pivot situation and the, the quicker you can pivot, the better. Um, yeah. yeah. But But yeah, so there are a few things um, that I would personally do um, when it comes to updating your website in order to stay uh, relevant and to provide services and products to fit the people's needs now. Um, There's a couple of things I want to point out before I go through that little checklist. And this is more related to e-commerce websites um, because I think, 
I, I personally think that service service based businesses businesses at the moment are going to be a little slower, and e commerce businesses are going to skyrocket. Um, yeah, that's you know something. I think that's really interesting because I've had people that are like, oh, you know, they're they are worried about their business, which obviously everybody is. Of but I was saying people are going to be at home online. They're yeah. not going to be able to get to the shops if we do, if we are in a lockdown. So retail, yeah. I would expect, whilst people may not be spending loads, mm. I still think that sort of lower priced products, yep. I think people will be buying more of. Yeah. And particular products, especially people that have kids at home are going to be looking yes. at keeping them entertained um so those types of products toys and educational like so and many people now yeah. yeah so i think you know i'm a service-based provider as well um i sort of expect a bit of a slump oh well maybe not so much me but in service space in general a bit of a slump there um and a huge increase in product so there's two uh, product-based businesses yeah to say so there's two main sort of stats that are alarm bells for me. Um, e-commerce websites have doubled between mid-February this year and the second week of March. So that alone makes me That's think amazing. my competition has doubled overnight um, if I'm a product-based business. So you have now a lot more competitors than you did in January. Or in yeah. last year, or last year. So that's something to keep in front of mind. Um, the other one was that ecom ad spend um, has jumped from 4.8 million to 9.6 million from the 17th of Feb to the 9th of March. That is yeah. huge. So what that means is that people are now throwing money at Google ads and social media advertising because it's quicker, faster results than sort of more slow poke SEO strategies. Not and I also think that the there's so many more people online anyway that we are flicking through Instagram and Facebook. And so we are seeing those ads coming up in our feeds, yeah. which is obviously means that it's kind of serving content straight to us. We're not even having to go and look for it. Yep. Yep. Because people are in panic mode. They're trying to save their businesses and the quicker they can do that, the better. Um, and that is by spending. They may not have much to spend. You may not have a lot to spend. Um, but whatever money that there is, that's where people are funneling it um, because it's fast results, usually, if done right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to sort of make those two facts known. Yeah, that's really interesting. So, yeah, so what can you do? So what can you do to try and maintain your position on Google, keep that traffic coming or increase it at this point of our lives or of the world. So for me, there's a, probably three main things that I would look at and that is looking at audit your website and audit it from a content and user experience or UX point of view, like we just touched on before. Is the content up to date? Are there products or services that you can pop aside for now that may not be so relevant? And are there others that you can now bring to the forefront that may be more of help to your customers? Or could you introduce new um, services or products that might be more helpful or valuable to your clients? So have a look at your website content. Maybe you're going to have to rejig some stuff. 
um, hide some pages if needed or add new landing pages, whatever it is. But yeah, do a bit of a thorough audit of your content of your site. Um, and the other part of that is making sure that your site is super easy to use. Mm. Um, don't complicate things. You don't have to get fancy with stuff. Just make it simple, easy to read, easy to navigate. Um, and that also goes for things like broken buttons or broken links. We don't want to create a poor user experience. We don't want to make make someone's experience on our website a confusing or stressful one. Um, so make sure that your layout's really clean. Don't clutter it up. Like the more white space, white space is your friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, just just have a look at it, and don't look at it from your business owner's point of view. Look at it from your customer's mm. point of view or a stranger's point of view, someone that's coming to your site for the first time, look at it from their eyes and ask yourself, is the content relevant? Is it easy to use? Um, yeah. Look is at it, it easy for them to find what they're looking yeah. for as well? Yep. Yeah. And is the checkout process easy? Yeah. You know, just be as, as clear and as simple as, as possible for me. Yeah. And I think um, the other thing as well that you gave us in the last podcast episode that you were on was broken links. Is it broken yep. link yep. checker? Yep. Link checker. There's heaps of free Chrome extensions out there to help you um, audit your own websites and make sure yep. that stuff's in order. Yeah. Um, my VA yeah, runs that every month for us. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So she had, that's like on her list of reoccurring tasks. Yep. So Ooh. every month she goes and she checks it and goes and fixes yeah. stuff as well. Because because we've got so many guests on the podcast, a lot of times their links will cha- change yes. or yep. so then that creates issues on my site. So yep. yeah, that's I think that's a great little one yep. to have up your sleeve for sure. Yep. Yeah. It's called well the one that I use and the one I told you about is called Broken Link Checker that's and it's it. free. Uh, on Chrome. And I think maybe some of Firefox have them as well, but I'm a Chrome, Chrome fan. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's heaps on there. Just go and go into the Chrome extension store and have a look at the SEO options there. There's lots, lots of them. Great. Um, the second thing I would be looking at now is auditing your website for SEO from an SEO point of view. So assess your keywords. Assess your um, technical SEO. Are your, is your page title up to date? Could you maybe change your meta description um, to attract people, more people to your website from Google? Um, probably not. So, like Go through and do header tags and image alt titles, etc. But I think the main two I would be making sure uh, on point is the page title and the meta description because those are the two things people will see on Google search results. Um, If they're really good and if your meta description is clear and concise and motivating for people to click through, then you'll get more click-throughs than than not. Um, So making sure that you're using the right keywords in your meta description and title tags and all that sort of stuff. Um, Maybe people, this is a good wake-up call for people that haven't checked on their SEO, technical SEO for a while. Um, Keyword research may be really important to you or it is all the time but even more so now because search queries are changing yeah. um, people are asking more questions in google than ever um so yeah. how often do you check yours like your keywords um me personally i sort of check mine every three months okay yep but mine don't tend to change mm. that much either i'm not my business 
services offerings don't change a lot. Yeah. So I don't tend to check them much, but for other people who have, um, more regularly, more regular, more services that change on a regular basis or uh, they add more products on a regular basis need to be more aware of um, keywords and the questions people are asking in Google and Google trends and all that sort of stuff. But I would definitely encourage once a month. Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it though. If you're getting the traffic and you're ranking on page one for, on Google for keywords that you want to, don't, don't go and change them. Yeah. Keep them as is, but just be aware that they could be changing or you may need to do a bit of an audit or get some keyword research done um, if you haven't before. Now, more than ever, that is so important because of the increased um, Google search results and the increased um, amount of number of websites that are now popping up. So, yeah, super, super important to make sure your technical SEO is on point um, which is something I can help with or there's lots of places you can, can do that. Yeah, and the awesome. third one was um, to revisit your SEO strategy. Some people didn't really have an SEO strategy or they might've had a loose one and that's fine. But now it's going to be really important that you know exactly where your traffic's coming from or how you can get that traffic because your competitor right this second is doing that now. Um, they want your traffic. They want your customers because they're in panic mode and they're trying to save their business. So that's where they're going, um, to do that. The SEO strategies are really, really important. Um, how can you keep the traffic coming? How can you increase the traffic? Um, do you need to invest in Google ads? All of that sort of stuff needs to be assessed. Um, yeah. Well, you were saying that a lot of people have invested a lot in Google ads. Yeah. Yep. At the but moment. I'm not saying you have to, but. Cause it would be expensive now, obviously <laughs> yes. if the demand's gone up a lot. Exactly right. Yeah. Yep. The competition rate or the CPC, um, the cost per click is going to go up and up because of the higher interest in Google ads and, and Facebook uh, social media ads now so yeah be really um really sure of where you're going to spend your money yeah. but don't overspend either like don't get yourself in a hole so many people are, i think now may panic because you know business is looking really grim and they're just going to chuck everything into google ads i don't think that's a smart idea I think you need to still budget and spend within your limits. Yeah. Um, so just be really careful. You don't panic spend. And it's also measuring the results. Like it's making sure that you're constantly looking at how much you're spending, what's the results I'm getting, you know, can I afford to put more in and and is it getting me what I need though? Because there's no point just throwing a whole lot of money at it and it's literally not getting you what you need as well. So I think exactly. that process yep. and uh, measurement has to be in place as well. Yep, exactly. And, you know, it may not work instantly. Give it time. Like if you chuck a whole bunch of money into Google ads and expect results overnight or even within a week and you don't see it, don't be too quick to pull out. These things are going to take time. Google are also going to have slower rates of, you know, assessing Google ads and approving them as well. So, be a little bit patient um, and see how it goes. But maybe after, say, four weeks, if you're not seeing great, great improvements, if you're not getting a lot of calls or clicks through from Google ads, 
reassess then, but give it some time. And yeah, like I said, don't, don't panic and, and spend more than what you have on Google ads. Cause I just yeah, I worry that people are just going to end up broke and yeah. close down because of that. So yeah, just be really smart about it. Yeah. And so from an organic uh, SEO and traffic perspective, yeah. like what are some of the things that, I mean, because a lot of my audience, whilst some are um, product-based businesses, a lot of service-based mm-hmm. businesses as well. Uh, and so what do you think like video? I was talking to somebody about Pinterest yesterday. She was saying yeah. she gets a lot of traffic from that. Yeah. Um, like blogs, like what do you think what is you is do? good to keep building, I guess? Okay, so what I think is that it's more about nurturing your current client base, um, your current customers, your current list on your email marketing list, your social media following, nurturing them, not necessarily going out and seeking new business. Um, I mean, yes, you, you may have to do that because, you know, that's where we're at. But I think people need to be wary not to forget their current yeah, sure. People. Um, I also think that you don't need to necessarily go and try new things um, so much at this point. Yeah, maybe try one or two new things if you yeah. think it could work, but don't go and don't just go and scrap your current digital marketing strategy yeah, yeah, yeah. and start a new one. Um, but there, there are definitely things that will work for one person and that may not work for another. So again, don't compare yourself to others. One thing's going to work for them. Pinterest marketing may work for you, but it may not work for me. Yeah. Um, and what I think the smart thing to do is to nurture current, yeah, current or yeah, not current audience, nurture your, what's the word, your people that you have now, the people your that are signed up. your community your, yeah, and exactly. subscribers. And, yeah. yeah. And, 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 I think well, there's definitely a good little checklist. I've written up a little checklist for people as well that I'm going to whip up at some point today and pop it on my website for people to have a look at. Um, but and we can send, things. yeah, we can add that yeah. link to the show yeah, notes. For sure. Like there are some things you can do now to manage your online presence and keep your customers updated on where things are at with you. Um, definitely your social media. Don't, not saying go and, start doing three posts a day because that will just overwhelm people. Um, but if you've got any kind of social media following, just a little note to, you know, this is where we're at. This is our new trading hours, whatever it is. Um, or we're shutting down, just make people aware, um, by, by your social media and, um, just so that they know and you don't get bombarded, you know, with where are you? What are you doing? Are you open? Blah, blah. We don't need that extra stress. Yeah, I talked about it in episode 100 where I just said, actually, like now's a really good time to communicate because I had quite a few emails from different businesses that I shop from and I really love. And they're like, these are the procedures that we're undertaking now just to let you know we're still open, we're still delivering. Um, But these are the changes that we've made and, you know, we'd really love your support and all the rest of it. So I feel like that communication, otherwise you could just assume that, oh, well, maybe they're not yeah, maybe they're not yep. um, yeah in operation right now. Yep. Whereas that communication 
keeps yeah. them front of mind for me yeah. as a customer. And so next time I want to send flowers or a gift or something like that, I'm like, oh yeah, like I need to support mm. them. Yeah. And I know that they're doing what they need to do yeah. to adhere to current like requirements. And I think people automatically go to your social media to find that out first. They're not, I, I don't think they're going to go to your website first. I think they're going to go to your social media and look for a post or look for your, look at your bio to see if you've updated it there. So making sure that your social media accounts, your bios and whatever are up to date with, you know, even daily because um, things are changing daily as well. So yeah, I think that's where I would start. The other thing, other couple of things I would do to, to manage your online presence at the moment is um, making sure your Google My Business listing is also up to date. Um, because trading hours are changing, open days are changing, some businesses are closing down temporarily, some are still open or increasing hours. Um, and so making sure that your Google My Business listing um, has that update is really important. Even if you've had to change address, if you're now working from home, make sure that your Google listing says that. Don't, you don't have to actually list your home address I definitely don't um, but just have a note up there that says temporarily shut down but we're working from home and we're here at this time and you know those sort of information that sort of information that people would look for and that also goes for like Yelp and Yellow Pages any online directory that you're a part of make sure your info is up to date um, for people as well yeah um, the second uh, the second one would be making sure that your website FAQ pages are up to date. Um, and I touched on it before that people are asking questions in Google now more than ever because there are so many questions to ask. Um, and not just about, you know, the state of the world right now, but people are asking questions of businesses like, are you open? What are your open hours? Um, are you still, you know, is your shipping um, timeframes changed? So making sure that your FAQ pages um, are up to date and you may need to add some new FAQs or go ahead and assume that some different questions or some new questions are going to be asked of your customers that relate to your business and add them in there. Um, so the quick, because the quicker you can answer a customer's question, the more likely they are to do business with you because you are giving them what they want now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's really a good idea to revisit that. A lot of people um, undervalue FAQ pages, I think, because it's kind of boring content, but really damn important. Yeah. <laughs> um, especially now with rich snippets in Google being um, suddenly a, a popular thing, like they were always popular, but now people are realizing rich snippets and so what's a rich is, snippet carly a rich snippet <laughs> is when you google something you know how you get a little white box pop up and it pretty much answers the question or the query within like um dot points or yes whatever that you i just was looking asked. at one this morning that's a rich snippet it's just a fancy name for a quick answer box i suppose and so would that come <laughs> from a faq page yes they come oh, okay. from faq pages um, that's where Google sort of picked them up from or from blog posts, yeah. um, from headings and blog posts as well. So the quicker you can answer a client or a customer of someone's query, um, Google will first go and search that FAQ page and match it to their query. And if it's a popular question and people are 
um, going to your website to see that, to find that answer, Google notices that and they'll pop it up in a featured snippet or a rich snippet, whatever it's called. And so from a format perspective, like are they referencing it because it's on an FAQ page or is it because the question is there and then the answer is there and there's nothing else sort of around it? Both. Yep. So they will also pick out um, from your FAQ or your blog post the dot points um, because it's quicker and easier to consume in Google um, when it's in dot points. So I'm the biggest fan of dot points um, because it's just like get to the point. Give me the fluff. Just give me the answer I'm looking for and I can get on with my life. Um, And Google will have the same attitude. So maybe you could revisit your FAQ page and if they're long ass you know bits of text chomp that down into little dot points if you can um so yeah that's what i would be doing as well and that also goes for policies on your website so right now policies are going to be changing for safety reasons um do you need to change your policy in in terms of shipping and handling and all that kind of thing um, you may need to add in some extra policy there as well to cover yourself and to cover your customers if something happens to go wrong um, and timeframes and all that sort of thing. So make sure you go and check out those. Um, and the other thing I would suggest is maybe you need to add a dedicated page and add a new page or a new landing page um, to your website that covers the coronavirus crisis don't want to use the word but I had to um and yeah just temporarily have a dedicated page on your website that addresses that and how it affects your business as well um just another thought on that and the other thing I would um be looking at or I would encourage businesses to look at now to manage their online presence is to maybe you could get innovative and create a service or a product that people are in need of now. Um, I'm seeing it a lot, like a lot of people are now offering services or products that they didn't last week, um, but they've found that maybe their customers were asking them, "Do you? could you do this for me? I need help with that. And they're going, yes, because we want to help. Um, maybe look at what else you can offer or add to your services or to your business. Yeah. That are directly going to help people now, but only if you have the means to do so. Um, And if you have the skills to do so, or if you have the budget to add more things, um, don't just do it just to rake in more money, actually go and do it to provide help and value value to your customers if you can. Yeah. I actually saw one of my favorite cafes this morning, which is Lucky Penny in Melbourne. Um, obviously cafes are having to close down. So they are now Lucky Penny groceries. Yeah. Right. So they are doing like grocery boxes that you yep. can order and then yep. just, pick, they'll just, you can go pick it up. Yep. Um, and cool. it's all fresh produce and eggs and market stuff, which I think is awesome. Um, and obviously that's how they're looking to get through this period. Mm. But also I think that that is highly needed right now as well. Yep. So I think they've been really smart. Yeah. Well, this is a time if you had that crazy idea a year ago, but went, nah, I couldn't do that. Well, there's no need for it. Maybe you should revisit that. Um, yeah. Only if it's, you know, within your means though, like, yeah. And if it would suit your customer or if it's something that would help them at this point, yeah. then then go for it. It is a time to be innovative um, and 
yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, I've, you know, digital content creators club is something that I've just created now. I've always have had so many questions about how people can get online or build online courses or just create online content. Yep. And it's, you know, I'm a branding person. It's not, it's, I can do it and I've done it for a lot of years now, but it's not something that I've ever had content around. Yep. Um, and so I just thought, well, I've got video marketing made easy and content strategy sorted, which I've delivered online and in person. Yep. So I'll just take those two things and I'll yep. add how to create an online course and put it yep. out there you know, um, for my community and we're going to do a massive giveaway of it as well on Insta. Um, but I just think, you know, something when you've got something that's kind of easy for you to do, Mm. um, and you're able to see the need and help wherever you can, just think, why wouldn't you do it? Like exactly. Yep. Exactly. Right. I mean, people are at a, like they're at a point where they're going to have to change their business structure and have to change or pivot, you know, their services and products to suit the current climate. Um, and it doesn't mean it forever. It just means right now that's a need. There's a, there's a window of opportunity. You'd be silly not to give it a crack. Um, especially if you, you know, now just starting to go online and you, you know, your, your current services just don't fit the world right now. Then how can you bring your skills, your expertise, your products to the current situation um but yes definitely a time to innovate so and also just to be flexible and resourceful as well like i was speaking to somebody the other day and they're like well i could do that but i don't do that anymore and i'm like well what you do is not viable right now so Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to fall back on the skills that we've got and use the skills that we've got. And like you said, in the interim, do what we need to do in order to like support ourselves, our businesses, our families, et cetera. Yeah. And when this whole sort of world situation improves, then pivot again. Um, Maybe those services won't last 12 months, but they're good for now. Then go for it. But yeah, reassess when things change and hopefully when things improve and then give it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's never set in concrete. No. And neither are websites and neither is SEO. So, <laughs> so awesome. don't think that set and forget's ever going to be a good strategy because it's, it's not. <laughs> yeah. But I think the whole point this, of this whole conversation should be that I think the point is to stay connected. The point is to keep people informed to be there for them for whatever they need if you can provide that support. Um, don't stress or worry um, or not don't stress or worry, don't add to people's stresses and, and worries if you can. Um, be there to help and be really patient. I think that's probably the whole point of this. It's not about going out and suddenly having to create a new SEO strategy. Improve the one you've got, maybe do some adjusting within it, monitor it, um, and see how you go. But yeah, I don't know. I think you just got to roll with the punches at this point. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. No, that was really helpful, Carly. And I'm really glad that you, uh, we had that conversation this yeah, morning me too. Uh, because I do think that it's something people need to be aware of and be thinking about and checking like where they're at with it and seeing mm. if there's anything else they can do, um, you know, to obviously, like we said, nurture the people that they've got, yeah. communicate with them, but also just keep an eye on your Google analytics and, yes. um, you know, frequently ask questions and all the rest of it. And just, I guess, utilize what you can right now and, mm-hmm. and build what you can without going yep. like all out on something brand new. Yeah, exactly. And I think that if people did try to do that, it's just going to create more stress and more things to your to-do list. And that's not what you need right now. Nobody needs that right now. But yeah, revisit your website, recheck the content. Um, maybe now is a really good in time to invest in keyword research and Um, updating your website or if you have a half done website you want to get on top of that now Um, yeah just and I'm here to help if anyone needs as well even just not even spooking services but if you just need to be directed you know given guidance on what maybe you should be doing I'm more than happy to put people in for quick chats whatever awesome so where can people find you Carly Yeah, so you can jump on my website and book in a quick chat, which is totally free and there's no obligations. I will not sell sell you anything on there. Um, But yeah, I've got a little booking system on there on um, thetechnobird.com.au. And yeah, I've also got some SEO services and web design services on there if people need it or um, can send me a message or social media. I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Send me a DM or email hello at thetechnobird.com.au. Yeah, and you're Technobird, just Technobird on Insta, aren't you? Just Technobird yeah. on Insta. Unfortunately, I had to add the ad the. the because there is another Technobird over in Pakistan. How rude. I know. <laughs> you can totally see who I am and who I'm not yeah, cool. <laughs> from them. So, yeah, here to help. Very good. Well, thank you so much for all of that. We'll have all of your links uh, in the show notes and we'll have all of the key points that Kali talked about in the show notes as well. Make sure you go over it and say hello. And if you do need help with your SEO, then make sure you get in touch with her as well. But so awesome to have you on again. Second time. Who knows? We might go for third time. Lucky at some I'm point, Kali. I'm up for it. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for having me, Suze. Well, thanks to Carly for all of her knowledge and for sharing that. I hope that you got a lot out of this week's episode. If you've got any questions, then obviously you can go and check Carly out on Instagram at Technobird uh, and I'm sure she would be able to help you as well. But that is it for another week. Until next week, keep playing big and branding bold and make sure you come and say hi at Suze Chadwick over on the gram and I'll speak to you soon.